Nothing in common. Nothing to say, nothing to comment. I can't stay, come for the comments. All right, yo. So what's up, man? We got WandaVision right off the bat, bro. Uh, WandaVision episode eight titled Previously On. Spoilers for WandaVision thus far and any other movies in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Fellas, let's get it started. Uh, let's go with highlights and hot takes, yo. Who wants to go? No, I, I thought this. Okay, no, go 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 No, I thought it was... Uh... It was dope because it just gave us like a some background <clears throat> on Wanda, her upbringing, and everything just kind of came full circle this episode with the TV shows that she used to watch growing up and how that played into this reality that she created. Um, but I'll keep it. I'll keep it there because I, I want. I don't want to just talk about the whole episode, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna hand it back over to Moot. Yeah, I thought it was a very well put episode. I thought it was a good episode for people who aren't too familiar with um, the whole history of it, like mm-hmm. me personally. So like you kind of see the upbringing and and how she got to where she was, uh, how she got to this point now. And I thought it was really good because like, uh, like I said, if, if a lot of people, I know a lot of people that started watching this aren't, you know, in tune to any of the Marvel um you know, Marvel Cinematic Universe. So we really don't know a lot of people's backgrounds and stuff. So I thought this was very good for people that are just watching the show because obviously a lot of people that have started watching the show have joined because of word of mouth at this point. A lot of people have been talking about like every Friday, yo, you got to watch um, WandaVision, you got to watch WandaVision. So a lot of people are joining that may not, you know, be a Marvel um, Marvel fanatic. So it was really good to get everybody up on speed, especially me. So it was it was really good. Yeah, I just I, I thought it was a great episode. I liked the ending a lot, you know, kind of leaving that cliffhanger, really uh, you know, acknowledging who Wanda really is. Um, and again, just kind of giving the backstory to to Agatha a little bit and mm-hmm. Wanda and the back and forth between that. It was this might be the best one I've seen yet. We'll, we'll see. We'll talk about a little more. And, and and what Agatha too, um she's strong as shit. Oh, very. Like that that whole background, it was like some witchcraft, like Salem witch trial type shit going on. And I'm not really, I'm going I'm to I'm lean on D. I'm not really sure what was going on in that scene, but they were throwing some sort of uh, like spell on her and she was rejecting it and then they died. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Body. Yeah, no. Um, what was happening in that scene, uh, that's the first scene of the episode. We go back to Salem Magic. Chooses as you know the Salem witch trials, which I thought was dope because mm. they flipped it on his head. Because when you think when you think Salem, Massachusetts, Salem witch trials, you think, oh, so Agatha was prosecuted by the people, by the mob, mm. or by a mob of people who were searching for the witches, and that's why she's evil now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But they flipped it on his head and used it as the witches were doing basically the witch hunt on Agatha. Yeah, they were holding court. Yeah, they were holding court. So I thought that was a cool flip, flip of uh, or subverting expectations. But uh, also, so yes, they're trying to get rid of her because for some reason, uh, and this goes back to Doctor Strange. Uh, they tell you if you have purple magic, you're drawing from the dark dimension, and that's bad. That's bad energy, or that's that's not a place you want to draw your power from because it corrupts you. So that's why Agatha's magic is also purple. And so for whatever reason, we don't know yet, but they're all just saying Agatha's bad. 
And so I think there's going to be some back, there could be possible backstory to that too. Maybe not in this, uh, but in another uh, movie or Marvel property. But I think there's more to that story basically. Um, And she says she wants to be good. So I believe that, I do believe that. Like I said, last time I explained her character, she's like an anti-hero. She mm. just goes off of her own motivations. And I thought this was really dope at showing that because it's not really, she's not really being bad or good. She just wants to know, how'd you get this powerful? Right. She wants she wants it for herself. So basically the old coven of witches was trying to stop Agatha because she was drawn on the dark dimension <laughs> and they couldn't and she was too powerful. And so that's that's how that happened. That's how that the episode starts. And then, like Mook said, it goes it goes through the history of uh, the Marvel films, which is also pretty cool. Uh, by also going through Wanda's uh, backstory, and also just the type of episode it is too, um, a flashback episode. Mm-hmm. Like there's a whole bunch going on in terms of like TV and TV uh, tropes and all that stuff that they threw into this episode, which I thought was dope. And I loved how um, the interaction in the basement where Agatha was like, oh, and I loved how you brought Pietro back because, you know, he's not really here. He's on some other continent with a bunch of holes in him. So, you know, just yeah. kind of like she she brings that added factor of connecting things together. But yeah. also she's still on this journey with the audience, I feel like, in terms of really putting the pieces together of mm-hmm. why Wanda is creating this reality. Yeah. And, and now... Um... Also, before we talk more about the episode, I was going to say, if if Rashawn and Kareem could put their clinical hats on, I think this is a really good episode about grief and trauma mm. and mm. and dealing with that. And and I just want to know what you guys thought, because, you know, you do that for work. Yeah, I thought she was. I thought Wanda was doing her work. Um, she tapped into like her childhood trauma, like the situation that happened with her and Pietro and. Was it a bomb or something yeah. that took place? And then we saw like a Stark. Um... Yeah. So when we first meet Wanda and Pietro in Avengers 2, they hate Tony Stark because they're like, yo, he blew our, his weapons blew our house up. Because before Tony Stark was Iron Man, he was a weapons dealer and he sold mm. to everybody. Right. Oh, and awesome. so, so before that's the whole point of Tony turning into Iron Man. <laughs> that was his arc was like, I'm not going to be a weapons dealer anymore. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta be for the people. I gotta be for justice. But anyway, so basically, Wanda and Pietro's family was a byproduct of that weapons dealing that Tony Stark used to do. So they didn't care that he became Iron Man or whatever. To them, he sold weapons to the people who killed his family, and they had to stare at that for two days before they got out. And mm-hmm. that's what that's what also was dope was that Agatha was like, "Oh, you had latent magic abilities." Mm-hmm. So like. This, they're also saying that Wanda was also something else before she became a superhero. So gotcha. that's also what is dope too, because we're all, because people in the community, people online will be like, Wanda's so much more powerful in the comics. How come she's not showing that same uh, power in the movies? And now they're retconning it now to show, you know, she, she just didn't know. She never right. knew. And now she's coming in to know what her actual power and who she actually is. Right. So that's pretty dope as well. And, and, how old is what uh yeah how old is wanda because if she's watching a dick van dyke show as a child no so her dad her dad was selling dvds that's okay. that's what his job was gotcha and so his dad was selling old her dad was selling uh old movies and stuff but she's 
Oh, sitcoms. Be, yeah, old sitcoms. She she should be like mid-thir- early thirties, probably. Got you. Yeah. Okay, I so, thought she was just like she just didn't. She was kind of stuck in this like realm, kind of like Captain America, where he just don't age. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, no, yeah. no, no. So, um, D, can I ask you a question? Yeah. So, is that why she created this? Um, maybe I'm um looking too far into it. Is that why she created this world? Because it kind of ties everything that she loves into one place. Exactly. Like she loved her. Okay. So I just want to make sure, like, her love for sitcoms and yep, and you know, her, obviously she can bring everybody back because that's why she when she went to um when she saw um um what's his name Hayward um, Vision and no when oh, she Vision. saw Vision in thing and then she was like. She put it all together that she could actually do this, and that's yeah. what you kind of see. She, she 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 didn't know. She just did that out of grief. Mm. Okay. Like she just lost control and was just like so heartbroken at that point that this manifested, right? And then she's and then what I say is about dealing with grief is because she doesn't want to deal with that fact yeah. that this is what she did because she will have to go through that trauma of of acknowledging that it that. happened. Yeah, yeah. And so it's. I mean, I thought it was a very, very deep episode. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. Go ahead. D, I kind of made a joke when um she went to this place, um and then she like spread out her powers and just kind of built this reality. Yeah. And when you look at the town, I'm like, oh, look at Wanda over here trying to gentrify a place, just like any typical white person coming into an area, <laughs> but. <laughs> Cause that's what it looked like. It was like, damn, she bring a life to this plate. Like, you know, she gen- she gentrified well, the gotta, shit out of this place. You got to remember that this is five years after Thanos snapped away half of the universe. Mm. So, a lot of the blocks and a lot of stuff haven't been taken care of. The houses haven't been taken care of for five years. People, that's why people are so depressed and upset walking through the town because yeah. they're like, who? Where's my? They're probably like, where's my family? We just appeared in, from thin air, like Monica did at the beginning. When they showed how Monica came back, yeah, like and then sh- the craziness that's going on in there in the in the hospital. So that's why that 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 feeling of death of uh just like sadness and downtroddenness was there. Because mm. you got to remember, this, they all just came back after five years. It's like post-war trauma. Yeah, exactly. And that's what's also dope about uh dope about this show too, because. In the movies, it kind of is like, okay, the snap happened, and now people are back. All right, but we still got to fight this guy. And they don't focus on the after effects of, okay, you just snap back half of the universe. Things can't just be happy-go-lucky, you know right. what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's got to be consequences to it. So now this is dope seeing the after, the very real after effects of it, because that means there's real stakes, and I appreciate that too. Yeah, I think just the way they were able to go back, you know, and follow her story and kind of show, you know, why she's been trying to avoid, you know, all this trauma from when she was a child, you know, to living with Vision with the Avengers, um, you know, all these different events in her life. Like, the the way that they did that and the way they captured it is, you know, like, there there's the quote where Vision is talking with Wanda in the Avengers home, and they're watching, you know, whatever sitcom it is, and you know, they, they talk about grief. And I think like, this is one of the big points, like you said, Dia, that they talked about and vision goes on to say like, but what is grief if not love persevering? And you see Wanda kind of have that little moment where she realizes like, you know, what vision's trying to tell her. And they kind of have that smile and they laugh at the sitcom, you know, and that's where 
I think people assume that Wanda and Vision really started to connect, you know, is when they had that conversation and Vision helped her to kind of realize she's been running away, not running away, but, you know, avoiding all of this, these thoughts and stimulus about, you know, her childhood. And then to see her go to the home and we see like, you know, she has that uh, little note that has, it looks like Vision's writ written for her, like, this is the, the place where we want to live, you know, after everything or after, mm. you know, whatever events took place. And so to find out, to find that out, and then to have Wanda go to the home and just be so like overloaded with emotion, you know, like we said, that's when she creates the, the reality that, that she lives in. Like it just speaks to how powerful grief is. It speaks to how controlling and how damaging trauma is. Like there's so many underlying themes in this episode that probably go unnoticed if you watch it one time, but you really need to talk about it and like, think about it to really understand like they covered a lot in this episode and it's just crazy to look at it and realize all the different things they're able to kind of put together and very understated is not the right word but it's not in your face you really have to think about it and reflect to understand what's going on and I think that's the coolest thing for me yeah absolutely man um very powerful episode I mean shout out to Elizabeth Olsen and her acting in this episode she had to show the range for this man, like to go from happy to see her little to see her little brother running around with her dad to then noticing, oh, snap, this is the day that this happened. And then just her range throughout the episode and then at the end to turn, you know, ready to throw down. So the last episode, I'm sure is going to be it's going to be uh, some some good some good action. It better be. I hope and, so. And the uh, the end credits, too, if people are remember now that it. it's now that it's mcu like you got to watch the whole thing now because yep. the end credits was was real big i don't know if anybody had any thoughts or ideas about you know what, what we're looking at there so that is super dope because that's straight out the comics bro mm. straight out the comics like there's a white vision and and white vision is is vision with the same abilities but devoid of any emotions so so that's what they were doing. So when she was in that like laboratory, they were reconstructing the white vision or they were taking them apart and putting them back together. Got you. And he was telling Wanda that they were going to get rid of him, but he was trying to make another, he was trying to bring him back online. Got you. As you heard him talking about, because he, yeah. he I'm, I'm assuming that he wants to have another weapon to yeah. protect themselves if something like Thanos happens again. Mm. Yeah. So that's his point of view. Is like, yo, I gotta figure out how to make that's this work for us. Yeah. Gotcha. That's why but, not letting them leave. Yeah. Makes but sense. clearly, that's not gonna. Or the way the move, the way the show's going, is saying that that's not gonna work. But we're gonna see what happens. So, but remember that this vision is the vision that actually loved her. That's coming back. The white vision. The white vision. The white vision is the one that Thanos killed. Okay. So he's the one that exp actually experienced all that stuff. The vision that she created never experienced those those things. He doesn't know anything about that beforehand. Is so that I wonder how that's gonna out? play? Huh? Is that the reason why he possibly walked out? Oh, he doesn't know. When Vision walked out of um out of um the Universal, uh, was that two the episodes hexagon? ago? The yeah, hexagon. The hex yeah. Is that why he possibly walked out? Because he didn't know. Yeah, he that he didn't know. Vision didn't know. That's why he yeah. tried to walk out, and then that's why he couldn't leave, because he's yeah. part of the. He's illusion. part of the yeah. And so the implications are crazy. Like so, even are her kids real? Shit, who are her kids? 
right? Because we didn't even see him in this last episode. You could just hear until him. the end, until the yeah. end. And you saw she him. Goes, she has end. him on the leash. That's true. Yeah. But yeah. So, uh, what are you guys giving us out of seven? Out of seven, fellas. Out of seven, we can move on. Um, I'm gonna give it a seven, man. Just after the conversations that we had, because um, like to what Reem said, a lot of things could have been overlooked. But like just the whole mental health piece, the grief, um, and just the background, everything just kind of came full circle. Uh, this last episode, so seven out of seven for me. Yeah, I go with a, a seven too. I think this might be my first seven, but I I enjoyed this episode. Um, like she just said, the mental health side was cool to see, and then just the explaining of the characters more. I, I really like that. You know, real good cliffhanger ending. So uh, yeah, that gets a seven for sure. Yeah, I'm giving it a seven too. I really liked how the episode was um, very similar to uh, what's the is it a Christmas Carol? Um, the movie yeah. with the rich. Yeah. That's what this episode was. Scrooge. Exactly. Yep. That's mm-hmm. what it reminded me of, like that concept. And I was like, that's actually really dope. And how she got to relive it. And you'd see like the real emotions that she had from those times. And and like she said, when she first walked into um the studio, um, almost said the studio, when she first walked in, when she saw the um the stone and she knew what she was going to, and she was like, I don't want to go in there. And like mm-hmm. she was forced to go in there. You could see like it was bringing up, it made you. Like obviously before you made really made you look like okay what's about to happen now, like I said because I didn't know any of her past or anything like that. You I've only seen the Avengers movie, so I knew nothing really about her outside of just what we were told in the movie, but never really her backstory. So I thought this was this was my favorite episode now. So it'll take over. What was that episode four? I would say is episode yeah. seven. This is now my favorite episode. Word. So that's seven out of seven. I think it's sevens across the board. I gave it seven out of seven as well for everything. Everybody just detailed. I don't need to go into more detail. But the la- one last thing: Did y'all notice that Agatha was like crying at one point? Nah. Did y'all see Agatha? She wiped away her eye. Like she was in like the beginning. In, in the middle of the when they're going through Wanda's trauma, in one of the scenes I forget which scene Agatha like wipes her eye. So it's like she's somewhat sympathetic towards Wanda. But she's just like, I still need to know how you got this power. And then at the end, we found out that she's actually scared of Wanda because she's some sort of being that we were Scarlet Witch. Yeah. So there we go with that. That will wrap up our WandaVision section, section, segment, session, whatever you want to call it. All your homies on that drug list. All the family fuck up split. All the minds corrupted. All that trying to good luck with. It's too late for you. It's too late for me.